Huzzah, Rangers! This is Phil Harris here at the Jack's Rangers Show. I am joined this time around with our good friend, a outrider himself. He goes by the name of Bozo6, Chris Lind. Bozo, how the hell are you? I'm on time, and I'm doing good. I'm storming <laughs> along. Hell yeah. Good to hear, my friend. Uh, we missed you at Fort Quincy last week. We were thinking that we were going to get two in a row, but unfortunately it did not take place. You had some family mm. stuff going on down there on the Cape. Um, let me see here. So yeah, I, man, the plans, yeah. you know, the plans. Yeah, I tried. I tried. I stated my case, but in the end, it was just it was just too much because believe it or not, the Cape for me, mm-hmm. where we're at is, I think, just slightly farther than the Granite Bunker is from Fort Quincy, wow. believe it or not. And wow. Like, Dang, dude, that sucks. It's still a long drive for me, no matter what. No doubt. So I'm like, brutal. <laughs> Big time. Well, it's Friday Night Lights this weekend, Bozo. This game against Atlanta will be played on June the 2nd at 7 p.m. Eastern time on NBC Sports Boston and the Rugby Network. And as we were saying in the previous segment, you and I are going to be at the Granite Bunker where you are currently, and we will be Mm -hmm. watching the game and commentating on it just like we have been doing in these previous ones, and we're doing the watch along together. How excited are you for that? Dude, I'm fired up. Uh, you know, truth be told, the granite bunker did not uh, materialize the way I wanted it to this season. Other other house projects took precedence over this. However, we will have the projector up. I'm gonna have the pictures up, like I like I promised, and then we'll even have like a little flag. And then if you want to bring a flag too for the background, I think that oh, yeah. that would uh, that would be great. I'm gonna talk to my buddy uh, Alan so we can get this. He has a mirrored setup to me. And mm-hmm. I have a splitter, so we can do two. Mm-hmm. So we can be in like literally same same setup. We bought the same one. We'll borrow it. Hopefully, he'll stick around, watch the game with us, and we'll get we'll get going. It's going to be a, a good time, dude. I'm so excited. Uh, a Friday night game is uh, there's not many of them in MLR, mm-hmm. uh, but we'll get into that in the preview. But there's another reason why I'm very very excited for a Friday night game. I think it's a two hour advantage. Let's just say. All right. Excellent. Very, very encouraging to hear. Really looking forward to getting over there to the granite, the bunker to see the progress so far. But as you were saying in the previous segment, 2024 is going to be the year for the granite bunker. We should. It's going to be the year. It's going to be, it'll be okay. It'll be all right. Yeah. Next year, it's going to be fire. I, I'm yeah. hoping that like people are going to be like, yo, when's my invite? When am I coming to the granite? Bunker? Oh, I see. You know what I'm saying? I think I'm taking some next level. Interesting. Is it should there be an Instagram by itself of the granite bunker? Wow, in the works, kid. We might be in the works. (laughs) I might have been taking notes all season from a group of lads. We might, you know, I don't know, dude. I'm old, I'm crusty, I got no hair, I don't know how to work the insta face ticks. Tick snap. I don't know any of that stuff, dude. I'm learning, but I'm adapting and I'm overcoming, and I will ascend a victory. Love it, love it, love it, love it. We were just uh, behind the scenes teaching you how to run the ship here because I will be in L.A. and then Seattle. Um, so uh, the next two weeks, sunny times, Mondays, yeah, it should be a lot of fun. I've got my bungee, what is it, bungee smuggler or whatever. That should be uh, very, very <laughs> oh, interesting. Yikes, dude. better you than me man exactly exactly better you than me yep but yeah uh so uh, getting back to the preview of atlanta we'll be doing our first ever watch along at the granite bunker we're gonna do it live on facebook twitter twitch and youtube to provide alternate fair and balanced commentary commentary for the rangers out there colonel kenny and barb will be making the trip down to atlanta but uh they won't be the only ones 
but there will be an interesting milestone for this game, Bozo. The Jacks have swept every Eastern Conference team this season, and Atlanta yeah. is the last one yet to be conquered. Kenny will be bringing a broom for the game for the Eastern Conference sweep. So super excited for that. I mean, that's going to be fantastic. You know, we've been doing this, and I'm sure we'll have this released tomorrow as well. We've been doing this Reaper meme that gets a lot of uh, likes and, and stuff on, on Facebook, Instagram, and I Twitter. love that meme. I love yeah, that meme. pretty good one, right? Yep. It makes so. me feel a certain type of way, dude. Like, Hell yeah. I get, like, real it's, grimy. I'm like, let's go. Yes, <laughs> it's, it's a brutal one for sure. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the standings real quick. The Eastern Conference, once again, only has one team with a winning record. Uh, let me emphasize this one more week here, folks. We're 13 games in. Every Eastern Conference team that has played 13 games, and there's only one team in the Eastern Conference with a winning, winning record, that is the New England Free Jacks. This week's sweep victim comes in the form of hashtag disruptive Atlanta Peaches, all right, who have only had five wins. They have seven losses with a point differential of minus 29 points. They have 27 ta table points. That is 26 points off the pace of the high-flying New England Free Jacks. The Peaches find themselves in unfamiliar territory on the outside looking into the playoff spots in the East. Bozo, what do you make of this Atlanta Peaches side? Uh, they've just been really disruptive all season, Phil. You know, <laughs> uh, they stole colors. They retired players. They unretired players. They've yeah. underperformed. They've been yeah. extremely underwhelming. You know, I got to be honest with you. It's taken a little bit of the wind out of my sails, this Eastern Conference, with their absolute refusal to win a game. Yeah. Like multiple, like D.C., Atlanta. I know this is not about New York, but mm -hmm. New York, D.C., and Atlanta have each had multiple opportunities to just just win a game mm -hmm. and you will be in the driver's seat. And they just yes. like refuse to, they just refuse to do it. They're like, nah, yeah. we're going to just drop an L. Oh no. You know what? We'll, we'll take a disruptive draw at Toronto and, and, you know, in the form of Atlanta, it, yep. dude, it's been outright embarrassing. It, dude, it, it, it mind boggles me that we could get a seven and nine versus an eight and eight and two, three and possibly a losing team to come visit us in the Eastern conference final. This is not what I want. I want no. the best teams out there. Like I would, you know, I would, I want to petition the MLR and just say, you know what? Forget these bums. <laughs> Give me Utah. You know, yeah. put Utah on a plane and send them to Fort Quincy for the return match. Cause I'd love a rematch out here in Massachusetts Love it. at Fort Quincy, you know, that's a different rant for a whole nother show. That's not this show. Yeah. Uh, I don't think any show exists for that rant, however, but you know, <laughs> the, the bottom line is like Atlanta, what do I make of them? I mean, I, they should be, they should be better than they are. I don't really know what's going on with them. Uh, they've really failed in key moments and key games. I really want to highlight that Toronto one. That was a gifted bonus point win yep. that they just left out there. Yep. Like they, I'm pretty sure that they were on the bonus point. Like that's that's a five points on the table that you just left, and it's mm -hmm. so critical because if they had those five points, I, I if I'm looking at the standings and I can math correctly, if they have those five points, they're level with New York, and they yes. possibly you know what I mean that's like right. they're possibly yes. already in the playoffs. It's like it's so bad, man. It's so bad, and. I just yeah, and they performed admirably. They were up on the Free Jacks at halftime when we played them up mm -hmm. here. Yeah, so it's not like uh, it's a true. bad team. 
Yeah, the, I mean, the Free Jacks had to score 23 unanswered points to take uh, the win in that game from Atlanta and really kind of stole it from them because the first half, you know, Atlanta really was the better team. And then the Free Jacks had to correct themselves and, and, and come out and really play with their hair on fire to win that game. I just wanted to quickly give people the Eastern Conference standings two through five real quick. Right now we've got D.C. in second place with 33 points. Right behind them is the New York Pet Sitters at 32 points. Uh, Rugby ATL Atlanta is uh, 27 points. And then NOLA Gold is 26 points. So, I mean, it's essentially almost wide open here for two through three because these teams really haven't taken the games by the you know the scruff of their neck and just you know force themselves into a situation where they're ready for the playoffs like none of these teams are ready to grab this playoff spot and I, th- I mean it's obviously very very funny because it's not going to happen but yeah. these teams really don't deserve to be in the playoffs they don't, they don't deserve no, they to play don't. the new england free jacks Whoever comes fourth in the West really ideally should be playing the Free Jacks in the Eastern Conference Finals because that is a more deserving team. Uh, if you look at their points right now, I mean, they're way ahead. Uh, the, 43 the place, and 43. Yeah, yeah, 43 and 43. So, I mean, that's 10 more points than D.C. has in second place in the Eastern Conference, and that's a battle I, for third and fourth uh, in the West. I don't want to rehash it too much, but, you know, something just came to mind when yep. you spoke about our last meeting with Atlanta. They They left a win on the board. Yes. So at bare minimum, that's that's four points. They got nothing from that match, that's nothing. Right. And then the five points in Toronto that they left hanging. So what they got one. So they left another four. So they've left eight points, table yeah. points on the board. And those eight table points currently, if they put that up there, propel them past DC into clear seconds. Yes. Yep. It's like. It's unbelievable, man. They're 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 a better team, but that's what kind of scares me about them is I think that they're a better team than their twenty seven points right. um, than that shows. So I I think that they are still capable of beating the Free Jacks, depending on what side we bring down there. I mean, I think you can say all of the teams two through five, especially three through five in the Eastern Conference right now. So that's New York, Atlanta, and NOLA. They're better than their record shows, but they haven't taken the opportunity to really improve and impress anybody in these recent run of forms that they've had. Uh, DC has kind of been a surprising second place for a lot of us. We didn't expect them to be so improved so quickly from last year's bottom feeders. But I mean, you know, NOLA super inconsistent rugby ATL, like what's going on there? Why aren't they better than they are? And then of course, New York has had some injury woes uh, and and they're trying to get it together at the end of the season here, but they just can't make it work. So getting back to Atlanta specifically here, this is an Atlanta team that prides itself on physicality, just like the Jacks do. This was not an easy win at Fort Quincy back in April. If you recall the Jacks, as you were saying, had to score 20, three unanswered points to send the Peaches home without a victory. I think our depth shined through in that last game, but the big question here, Bozo, is will there be a heavy rotation before the end of the regular season for the New England Free Jacks? Again, we've wrapped up the Eastern Conference. We're the number one seed. We will have a bye. We will also have home field advantage. So with that, is there going to be heavy rotation? Even if it is heavy rotation, I, I back our you know second string, mm. whoever the hell those guys are. You know, Scott Matthew was questioning right. who is that team in anyway, but whoever they are, I back them against practically anybody, especially in the Eastern Conference. But if there is heavy rotation, um, you know, what will there be? I think the answer is yes. And and the best time to do that would be now. 
against mm-hmm. Atlanta on the road, as opposed to the Western Conference two remaining opponents that we have in regular season, which is Seattle, and, which is away, and then of course Houston at home. So with those, that's kind of like the dress rehearsal because we could potentially see either one of those teams in the championship. Of course, we don't want to get too high ahead of ourselves, but these are potential teams down the road that we could see in Chicago. What are your thoughts on that, Bozo, in terms of rotating, kind of rolling the dice against Atlanta um, and then playing your best players against Seattle and then Houston? All right, well, first of all, I just want to – 100%, I just want want to start off with in Scott Matthew, we trust. Yes. Yes. Listen, everything that comes after what I just said – just mm-hmm. that's my personal opinion. They don't call me bozo for nothing. I am a clown. I'm yeah. not a head coach in the MLR. I'm not an expert. On, I'm not a super supreme expert on rugby mm-hmm. or, or even how to manage a season and manage a team. But we've, we've talked about at length in this show, um, what happened last year, all those other things. It's like you and I will forever remember that the 2022 free Jacks were 13 and three and set an MLR record with 10 straight wins that's and right. all this other crap but it didn't matter because we didn't win the ship it didn't matter it didn't matter so it's win the ship we've gotten we've done the first job first job done eastern Mm -hmm. conference final we've booked our spot so to me i see this game if i'm the head coach bozo not scott matthew he's gonna make the best decision a better decision than i maybe not the best decision we don't know but i will just say he'll make a better decision than me I would say this is the last game where you where you throw out all those guys that have been dogging it in the, on the pra- on the practice pitch that have been getting out there that have been putting to work every single player on the because don't forget every single player on the free jacks whether they play a lot or not is a professional mm-hmm. they're a professional athlete and I'm sure that they take themselves very seriously right so put them out there give them their chance to go out there and play and see what's up with them because other teams are watching like right as the Kobe yeah. Steelers were watching Bodine Waka and him so give these guys a chance in a, in a competitive match and, and put them out there and it might not be the best side whatever that is right because right. we have a really deep deep squad I would say Atlanta's the match to do that uh my personal opinion and I think this is the the vibe that I got from uh conversations that i had with coach matthew preseason and Mm -hmm. conversations that we've listened to on the show that's right um i think that you play your best side against seattle on the road because that's kind of like a final preview could be yeah it literally could be a final preview yep and um it's at their house so you want to put your best foot forward and then it's fort quincy you don't want to lose at home no matter what so you put Mm -hmm. your best foot forward and Mm -hmm. and going into we get a bye week which is great but rugby is a continuity sport, so you want to stay sharp. So you don't want to rest your best the last week because that gives them two weeks off. So you want to, you really want to put everybody out there for those two weeks that you can. You select the best possible team based off of current performance in training and whatever. So if you're, I guess, the, the quick answer is is the fuck around and find out game is that one, <laughs> right? That, yeah, is that one? And because you know, to be honest with you, that that sweep. Oh, sorry. The last thing I want to say is the sweep of the East is really is a really cool thing, and that, yes. that is a really cool thing, and that's a unique opportunity to, to go historic. ten. It, it's historic to go ten wins it, on on all the conference foes, home mm-hmm. and away. Is but you know what, dude? I'd trade it in a heartbeat for a ship. I don't care if we were nine and one with the ship. I'd be like, good job, Atlanta. You beat us at the snake pit. So Hell disruptive. Yeah. Oh. Right. Hashtag disruptive. Yeah. Exactly. Did you make the playoffs? No. No. Nope. 
Yeah. So yeah, a hundred percent, dude. What you're saying is is extremely logical, and it, it I I love what you're saying. Of course, us as the Jacks Rangers show, we love to talk shit online. We love to troll other teams and their fans and stuff like that. You know, just we we're having fun. It's not like we're hateful or anything like that, but. It would be great to have the Eastern Conference sweep. The memes will be fantastic. The shit talking oh, will God. be fantastic. Yeah. But I, you know, again, I would love the sweep, but I want a trip to the final more. And I want to win the championship more. I want to hoist the shield more than the Eastern Conference sweep. So we're not saying that this is like mutual exclusive stuff, right? It's not like we have to heavy rotate to win the shield against Atlanta. That's not what we're saying. But if you were to do some heavy rotation and, you know, if you're looking at the games that are remaining to do that type of thing, to give people rest and recovery, that all of that stuff, you do it now on the road against Atlanta, you know, instead of the Western conference opponents that you see two weeks from now and, and a week from now. So, yeah, I, yep. I think that makes a ton of sense. And yeah, that, that, that's also what I would go for. But now keep in mind that West Coast trip to Seattle is a MFR, right? I mean, it's yeah. six and a half hours. I will be living that life. Um, and, you know, I'm not excited about that fl- flight. So that that is going to be one of those things. Ruckus crowd on the road, right? So yeah. you, I could potentially see them doing that as well then. But uh, there's a lot of guys out there that are playing, well, you know, consistently for practicing rather with the Free Jacks that haven't gotten a lot of playing time. Uh, Thomas Cassettis, a draft pick, comes to mind. I would love to see him in a game, either coming off the bench or starting at some point. I, I mentioned Ivan Pula last week. Uh, unfortunately, he's done his knee and uh, with the USA uh, Hawks down there in Charlotte, so I don't think he's available for selection. Uh, Willis Goodwin is another bright, bright star guy as fast as lightning can play fullback. Unfortunately, he's hurt himself as well, so he's not available for selection, I don't believe. So those two guys, I don't think we would be seeing them uh, in any of these heavy rotation games that there will be. But uh, Thomas comes to mind as somebody that is just kind of buried on the depth chart. But I just want—I think he has a lot of potential, and I'm sure the Free Jacks do as well. They wouldn't—they wouldn't have drafted him otherwise. And I'd love to see him get some some time out there at some oh, yeah. point in the next. Can you imagine years. the comment section if we did both? Swept the East and win the ship. Ooh, <laughs> oh, the ooh, grave ooh, dancing ooh. wouldn't end, buddy. Let I'll me tell, tell you what. Let me yeah. tell you. I get. I. I. I might even take it to the point where I might start DMing people and checking yep. in on them. Like, are you okay? Because Bozo's here for you. You can yep. rejoin the comments anytime. I'll be waiting. <laughs> <laughs> the king of the comments, right here. I got. I got all notifications turned on. Dude, call us morticians because we love to grave dance around. I'm here. notified when they go live. Yeah. Yes. There you yeah. go. There you go. Yeah. So with that being said, let's move over to key to the game. And I will go first since you did uh, the previous MVP uh, going first there in the last segment. So I've got dominant tackles. Oh, excuse me. Body punches is my key to the game. And what I mean by that is dominant tackles, mauls, dominant scrums, counter rucks, jackals, chippiness without getting cards. So discipline has to come into play here. But um, I think that type of stuff, that physicality matching Atlanta with their type of physicality will win this game. Atlanta is built pretty similarly to us with South African and New Zealand influences. If we're going to win this game, we must break them down and match them with and overwhelm them with physicality. Bring the hungry wolves to feast. And I'm talking about guys that don't get a lot of playing time. Get Ethan Fryer, Connor Young, uh, Thomas Caceres out there to impose themselves and put some good stuff on tape for future selection consideration. So, yeah, that's mine. Body punches. 
wow body punches hell yeah i mean in your explanation it seemed to me like you were explaining uh one word and i think you know what it is it's disruption <laughs> yeah buddy <laughs> let's go was there anything else you put me in was there anything else phil but listen, oh I'm gonna, I'll, I'll zag a little bit it's disruptive grit because this is oh, what I was shit. alluding to at the beginning Love of the it. show. We need to all everything that you said above. That's being that's the disruptive part. We need yep. to we need to disrupt the hell out of them. We need to be so disruptive that AWW never wants to say or hear the word or see my face again. Like yeah. I want that level of disruption. Hilarious. But I think it's going to take some grit, man. Because let me tell you, if you're not from there, you don't know what it's like there. Atlanta, they don't call it hot Atlanta for nothing, baby. No that place is hot as hell. It's late May. It's it's going to be June by game time. Yeah. Uh, I've never been in Georgia in June, but I've been in Georgia in August. And I'm sure it's probably not much different. Mm -hmm. And it sucks. It's humid and it's hot, which is why I think it's a tactical advantage that we're playing them on friday night because it will be cooler at night and it'll settle down a little bit and it'll be probably temperatures that we're more used to seeing on a sunday afternoon in fort quincy in may yeah. than then the full uh summer heat on a saturday afternoon at say 2 p.m kickoff would be probably pretty brutal because i mm -hmm. believe they have a, also a turf field and that turf field they absorb that heat man i think it's uh, on average about 10 degrees hotter on the pitch than yeah, it it's is like cement stands. yeah yeah so it's brutal man and that's brutal on your fitness if you haven't if you haven't trained in it luckily they're not at elevation or any of those type of things but mm -hmm. but those things play a factor in that humidity all of a sudden the ball gets greasy man everything yep. gets gets tough so i think that the friday night game it's going to be better for rugby the rugby match overall so disruptive grit we, we need to show some heart man we need to show that fitness we need to show some mental toughness between the ears to grit it out through the greasy conditions i think it might be so disruptive grit. Love it. Love it, man. I, I think you've, you've hit the nail on the head here. Grit. I mean, obviously disruptive. I, th I think I kind of knew that that was going to take place with, with <laughs> yeah, you being on yeah. here, and especially with it be the Atlanta preview. But the folks that don't know about that, just go back in time a little bit to when uh, Atlanta unveiled their great new uh, rebranding and the, uh, what was it, the, the little press conference that came afterwards, the little uh, conference that they had with their fans. That's what we're referring to with disruptive. Yes, it was mentioned uh, 69 times in the podcast. 69. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that, I, I really enjoy that. And I will say, as a Southerner, it's going to, you know, it's going to be 7 o'clock kickoff, okay, so not as warm, but it will be humid uh, for sure. Like, it won't be as humid as if it was just like, you know, noon or 1 o'clock in the afternoon, but it will still be warm. And that's one of those things that we definitely noticed, and I was there in person, so I saw I had an eyewitness account of this. When we were down in D.C., it was warm. It was probably the warmest that uh, the Free Jacks have experienced all year long. And, you know, about 20 minutes left, the guys that were not subbed out, you could definitely tell that they were blowing wind a little bit. So that could be a factor as well. It might be potentially the hottest. Uh, and I haven't looked at the weather down there in Atlanta, but it could be the hottest yeah. game that the Free Jacks play so far. And maybe – maybe the hottest of all year for them yeah, potentially Dude, it hurts it hurts man yep. I've, I've done a lot of stuff in the georgia heat let me tell you it, it just saps you in a way that being up north if you're not used to it it's a, that's that acclimation right that's why utah at home is such an advantage that yes. acclimation it's it, your body needs to be able to feel it to know it uh, and we just don't, simply don't have enough time we fly in the day before you know yes. 
So, if it was me, you know, I'd get them there as early as possible, uh, you know, spare no expense type of thing to get them accustomed to the weather down there. But that's just not, unfortunately, a reality where we're at yep. with this league at this moment. So I'm just looking, quickly looking at the forecast here. Wanted to bring it up. So Friday, when we play them, 86 degrees, partly Damn. cloudy. Um, let me see here. So in the evening, some clouds early will give way to generally uh, clear conditions overnight. 66 degrees on Friday night. So perfect. Yeah. Hell not, yeah. So not too bad. Not too bad. Yeah. 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 But, but, but the 86 is the high, right? So that's 86. between 12 and two, if I had to bet. So it's like, yeah. if we were playing on a Saturday, we'd be, we'd be hurting because 10 mm -hmm. degrees on the field. So it's like 96 on the field. Exactly. Yep. So we're kind of dodging a bullet there, but it didn't particularly list, uh, list humidity and what I just saw there. We've got a Facebook comment here. Throw in the damn towel. They have completely murdered the East. <laughs> love it. You're damn it, right. You're damn right. Love You love to see it. Okay, let's move over to predictions and then we'll get out of here. So uh, I'm going to let you go first with this one. Oh man, I don't have the dice like Diamond Dave. I don't have a, I don't, I don't even think I'm, I have a pair of dice in my home. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with New England Free Jacks. Uh huh. 30 foe. Okay. A disruptive Atlanta makes it a game. I think that they're fighting for their playoff lives. I think they finally wake up. They're at home. They're feeling disruptive, but they fall short and they put up 26. Okay, twenty. I thought you were gonna say Jacks by full, but I, <laughs> no, I the, no, I love the pick. No. I love the pick. I can't do all my. I can't do all my one-liners in one night. That's true. Yeah, we don't want to have a, uh, a bozo overload here. Okay, so yeah, maybe I think we that's do. A very, maybe we do. I should have. <laughs> I think that's a very respective score, but at the same time, I don't feel like I think because these teams generally play a bit more defensive, I don't see them. It, it, either one of these teams going above 30. So what I have for you folks here is Atlanta 21, New England 23. It will be a close game. Uh, we will see, you know, a defensive struggle, I think, in the first half. I think we will see a little bit more scoring in the second half, but the Free Jacks just barely edge this one. I think that they will suffer from the conditions a little bit. It's, it's still going to be humid, I'm sure. So ultimately, the Free Jacks get the win, but it is very, very close. Um, yeah, I think it should be better with the drop game. goal at the end. Got it. <laughs> that no would pressure. No pressure. Reese. That would be perfect. Yeah. Um, he's got to get selected first. This guy plays his, his heart out. The kid is absolutely fire. But, you know, again, with, with who we got back there, Jason Potras at 10 and then maybe Waka at 15. Like, where do you fit him in? It's unfortunate, but uh, I like him coming off the bench if necessary. So. Anywho, uh, with that being said, any <laughs> final thoughts uh, for the Atlanta game? Again, we're going to be doing this uh, together, you and I, at your place at the Granite Bunker for this game uh, in the watch-along format. So super excited about that. But what you got for the final thoughts? Yeah, Kenny, if you listen to this before you head down there, brother, just make sure that the broom is wooden, yeah? No, no metal brooms. The wooden broom, kind of like the wooden spoon type of deal. <laughs> Celtics by one. Okay. I think you're in the wrong chat, pal. Uh, wrong yeah. chat, Facebook user, but that's okay. I respect it. <laughs> so I respect it. Celtics in seven, right? The game's going on, I guess, right now. So there you go. Yeah. What do you got, Phil? What are your final thoughts? I, you know, I, I, 
I anticipate that there will be some rotation, just like we saw against Toronto, right? Uh, we, we didn't see our normal uh, front row. Everybody was available for selection, but they, you know, they, they were either in the 23 or not selected at all, rest and recovery type of situation. So I feel like we will see some rotation. I feel like that will affect the performance on the field, but not by much. Like I was, I'm still predicting a free Jacks win. So, you know, I think Atlanta is better than their record shows, and you can say that of about three out of the four teams that are in the playoff race remaining here for the Eastern Conference. So I think that they will put up a really good fight because, again, they have to win the last three games to try to make a case for themselves to be in the playoffs in terms of the numerical values in the points table. So, yeah, man, I think it will be close, but I think the Free Jacks have the better ponies even if we bring a – heavily rotated squad our depth is just something that is unmatched especially in the eastern conference so just like in the first game i could see atlanta dominating the first half and then the free jacks having to claw themselves back into the game and ultimately getting the win oh yeah love it can't wait hell yeah and with that being said i've got one word for everybody out there in three two one huzzah huzzah